Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. But you Calvin Ridley's happy that Aaron Rodgers signed a 200 200- million dollar four-year deal nobody's talking about calvin ridley anymore today no because of aaron arash putting on twitter investing nearly half a billion dollars into a quarterback with one super bowl appearance truly hilarious you know when you think about that it's 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 about value right are you bringing in a guy who's worth the money you're going to pay him and can you bring enough pieces around him to, to put a championship team together this is the rod peterson show It absolutely is. Good morning, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to the RP Show, coming to you live from the stage bar at the Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. And it's another really big day. We've got our closest friends with us today. One of our best friends, Theron Fleury, joining us here live. Let's get him on stage. How you doing, Theo? Great. How are you? Good. Good, good. You've been down to the Great Eagle, I assume, in the past? Yeah, I've spent a few... Hours in this place. Yeah. Back in How the are day. you on the gambling thing? I'm good me? now. I'm You're good, good now. now. Yeah. Okay, good. It felt kind of weird walking in here. So I bet. Well, I appreciate, appreciate you coming I down. Like, I was like, oh, there's the dice table right there. You like that, eh? Back in the oh, day. Oh, yeah, I love playing dice. Throw a, Pull that mic right up to your mouth there, Theo, if you don't mind. Yeah, so there you go. Um, Theron Fleury with us today. Also coming up, Michael Sean Duger of The Athletic. Seattle. He's coming up in hour two. We're going to dig into the Russell Wilson trade. And before we go any further, you don't need to throw the graphic up, guys, but the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is who won the Russell Wilson trade yesterday? The Seattle Seahawks or the Denver Broncos? We just posted it, and last I saw 100% saying the Denver Broncos won it. So that's part of what we'll talk about with Michael Sean Duger and Dr. David Legs coming up, professor from Mount Royal University, my alma mater, and former, well, past president of the Canadian Paralympic Committee. As the Paralympics continue in Beijing, we'll be talking about that. But we have a live studio audience. We've only been here a month, and we finally have the setup, Theo, that I wanted a month ago. Yeah, the looks, speakers, you came at a perfect day. Looks great. Yes. Should have brought my guitar. <laughs> we got a few here. <laughs> I see that. That's going very well too. I understand. Hey, the yeah. music and your mm. recording and yeah, it's been uh, it's been fun. You know, I think that uh, um, I, I I guess you know the uh, you know I'm always trying to lead by example, right? And uh, you know, unfortunately, Carl Lewis wrecked it for all of us guys that are trying to be former professional athletes who became singers, you know? Right. He ruined it for I didn't us. know he was a singer. Well, did you remember? I knew he was a runner. <clears throat> but you remember when he tried to sing the anthem at the Chicago Bulls game? It was terrible. Like, yeah, that he, part, yeah. That he destroyed any any chance of us. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, doing the, doing the album was so cathartic and so incredibly fun. Um, and, uh, you know, when I wrote the book, uh, that was life-changing. And then, you know, I grew up around country music. Like, everybody... Didn't we all? <laughs> at home, yeah. But I really grew up in country music because yeah. my whole entire family's very musical. 
my cousin Amber finished uh, in the top 10 of Canadian Idol one year. So, uh, and my fondest memories as a kid were sitting beside my grandpa, listening to him play the fiddle, and my dad was, you know, playing the they guitar. They were actually playing it. Oh, okay, yeah. I grew up yeah. listening to yeah, it. Yeah, no, we, we come from a very musical family. And, uh, and so I had a friend in Winnipeg uh, who's in the music industry, worked for Sony, Sony Records. And uh, our dads used to play music together before we were even born. And this kid, Phil DeChambeau, was a phenom hockey player, really great hockey player. And 14 years old, his mom and dad bought him a guitar for Christmas. He quit playing hockey, locked himself in the bedroom and learned how to play this guitar for two years and then got into the music industry. So uh, shortly after my book was uh, released, I called him up and I said, would you be interested in writing a song with me? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. So I went to Winnipeg and, and uh, we spent a week together and uh, we, wrote, we wrote a song called As the Story Goes, which is basically my life in a song. And uh, I remember when he sent it back to me, uh, when it was all done and mastered and everything, I listened to it. I was like, wow, this actually sounds pretty good. It has good. a big sound. Yeah. yeah. Sounds pretty good. So I called him. I said, what do you think? He goes, yeah, it's great. I said, well, do you want to keep doing this? Because I said, I'm really, I'm really loving it, right? So I would go back and forth to Winnipeg. And then, <clears throat> and then I had a buddy here in Calgary, an Irish guy uh, from Tyrone, Ireland. And, you know, we used to drink and party together back in the day. And the whole time we were, you know, uh, doing our thing, I had no idea it was, he was a musician. Didn't so, come up. So we both get sober. He comes over to my house one night. We sit in my basement and we write the title song for the album in 45 minutes. And so, you know, I spent about six years, you know, we probably wrote about 30 songs and then picked the 10 best songs. And there's an unbelievable uh, recording studio uh, in Langdon outside of Calgary. And so we went there, we put this album together and... Uh, yeah, it, it turned out great. I think we've sold like 10,000 albums. Wow. Which is pretty amazing for, for, uh, for the music industry because it's so competitive, right? And, uh, but yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. Well, it's, congratulations on mm -hmm. that. And the thing, it's like this show. It's competitive in what we do. Yeah. And it's a lot of it's because the help of the Calgary sports community, of which you're one, and Saskatchewan sports community, and I appreciate you coming down. But I knew this was going to be it, folks. I didn't even get a chance to say. We're going to break with the usual format, which I generally loathe. <laughs> but I'll get to my quick six show topics later once Theo adjourns because he's got places to go. Look, at he's all dressed up. He's, there's a brand new chapter in the next unfolding, fascinating life of Theron Fleury. And what a lot of people don't understand, Theo, you and I have had these long talks. There is more to life than sports, yes. you know, and all that. And we will get to that. But it is a sports show, so I do, and, and entertainment, as Lee reminds me, because yesterday I had the keyboardist on from Foreigner. Oh, there nice. comes That was really cool. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I don't interview guys like that very often. That's cool. But I want to jump out to this. Alex Ovechkin last night booed in the Saddle Dome pretty much every time he touched the puck. Mm -hmm. And I've been going off about this, railing on this. Mm -hmm. I think it's media-driven. I think you know people don't like to think for themselves. They see that, oh, we should be down on Ovi, so let's boo Ovi. Right. 
And he shrugged it off and went out and scored twice, as you saw, and they won. The Caps won in Calgary last night, 5-4. And you and I have talked about you being booed back in the day. It just rolls off your shoulders. Clearly it rolled mm. off Ovi's. Yeah. But I still thought it was wrong. Well, I hope that they were booing because he was beating the Flames. You know that's not why. <laughs> but, you know that's not why. Yeah, but I, I, I don't understand what Ovi has to do with, you know, what's happening. You know, um, uh, obviously, Ovechkin's been probably one of the greatest players to ever play our game. Uh, he has uh, an incredible opportunity to become the greatest goal scorer of, of, of our lifetime. Mm -hmm. And uh, and yeah, it's it's unfortunate when politics and sports sort I of hate it. sort of uh, you know meld and come together, but. Uh, um, you know, I got a great story. So my wife works with uh, a guy from Russia. Came over to Canada, you know. And uh, your wife's Belarusian, is she not? She's Belarusian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Belarusian. Sorry if I yeah. said it wrong. Yeah. And uh, and so he asked my wife because his son was a big Ovechkin fan, and she said, uh, or the guy asked, "Can can we go?" down to the saddle dome and, and watch the capitals morning skate i'm like yeah let's go so we go down there and i call peter hamlin and say i have this kid who's a big ovechkin fan is there a chance we can meet him after the morning skate and peter's like yeah absolutely so so after the morning skate i go down and there's ovi and i'm looking at him and he's got yellow laces and a tinted visor and i say to him you have a tinted visor and you have yellow laces. He goes, I go, where, where did you get that idea? And he's like, from you. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> and then he asked me for a stick, like an autographed stick of mine. And I, I, I don't have any sticks. <laughs> you know, I haven't played hockey. You go to Canadian Tire. I haven't played hockey for a long time. But, you know, he told me, he said, I, I was a big fan of yours, you know, and I love the way that you played and. You know, and he says, how are you doing? And how's, how's life? And, you know, like really concerned and, you know, and I thought, you know, that was really kind of cool that, uh, that I sort of inspired him to, you know, wear the tinted visor and the, and the, Absolutely. Yellow, and the yellow laces. So, um, and I thought he was a really sweet, kind, uh, caring guy. Cause he asked me about my life cause he knows my story. Right. So, um, it was really kind of cool to to see that side of somebody that probably nobody gets the opportunity yeah. to see. And you know, you know why guys have success is because they respect people, you know, they appreciate the fans um, and they're kind to everybody. And that kid got to meet his idol and Ovi bent over backwards to make this kid have the best possible experience of his life, you know? And, and that's, that's what sports is all about. And, and uh, I understand that he's probably in a really difficult situation, but it's not his fault, you know? It's not his fault. And, uh, you know, politics and sports have no business being in the same sentence or the same place. And, uh, but, you know, we're, we're such, we live in such a div divisive, environment that you know we're forced to choose sides when i would say the majority of people just want to be in the middle and 
you know, they want to have freedom of choice, freedom of speech, you know, all of these things. And, and uh, slowly but surely, that's, that's been taken away. Well, and that's why I was upset for Ovi, because I've never met him, been around him. The Caps people swear by him. They wouldn't have made him a captain if they didn't believe in him, yeah. right, in all mm -hmm. of that. And it just bothered me that he was being booed last night for all the things that you've just said. Right. He doesn't deserve any of this. It's not his responsibility. His responsibility is to the Washington Capitals, the team that pays him a lot of money to perform. And what did he do last night? He he went out and <laughs> he went out and did exactly what he's been doing for the last you know almost twenty years, and that's helping his team win a hockey game. We will. Um, we had a few more minutes in this segment. The next, we'll get into a little more hockey stuff. But the thing is, Theo and I went through a recovery coach training academy last May, and when it was over, you and I stayed on the Zoom for a while, and we talked about the world, and you said. It's never coming back, Rod. It's too far gone. <laughs> and I'm like, Theo, I can't believe that. Mm -hmm. I don't want to believe that it's too far gone. I got to think it's going to come back. Right. But you still think it's too far gone. No, I, I always have hope. Oh, right? you do? Yeah, absolutely. Good. I always have hope. Good. You know, it's just a matter of, of uh, <clears throat> you know, the, the collective. You know, we need to get, get together and put our foot down and say, you know what? Um, you know, my, my philosophy in life is, as a citizen of Canada, I have three responsibilities. Pay my taxes, vote, and stay out of jail. And other than that, I do not need the government making choices and decisions on my behalf. I'm very capable of looking after myself, and I'm also capable of looking after the less fortunate, because I've spent the majority of my life doing charity work, and uh, it's probably the greatest joy I have in, right. my, in my life is is helping less fortunate people, whether that's dealing with their trauma or, you know, their homelessness or, you know, whatever it is. And so, um, you know, the game, the game blessed me with a lot of opportunities and allowed me to have the voice that I have today. And so, you know, my allegiance is to humanity. It's not to politicians, right? And uh, and um, and that's why I've been so vocal, right? I, I've been so vocal because um, you know I made a promise to myself a long time ago that if I saw abuse, that I was going to call it out, right? And that's the reason why I've sort of dug my heels in on that side of the line and uh you know i'm talking about because so many people reach out to me rod in the last two years who are struggling mentally emotionally physically spiritually and you know i've been able to connect the dots with them especially abuse survivors because that's what it is you know mm -hmm. the the same tactics that my abuser used against me so coercion manipulation all of these things well that's the exact same thing that the government is doing to us and you know i even had my own struggles early on in the pandemic and i couldn't put my finger on it and then you know i went to my therapist and we talked about it and she goes it's very similar the two and so all of your abuse stuff has come back into your life and and uh and when I was able to connect the dots, then I know what to do after that. I know how to deal right. with, with the depression, the anxiety, you know, the fear, all that stuff, right? And most times when that happens, it's just a sign to get back to your spiritual 
way of dealing with life, right? And uh, because spirituality, especially in recovery, is probably the most important piece. Number one. Uh, that keeps us, you know, on the path one day at a time. Absolutely. I love it. Mm. Good for you. And then you paid it forward with helping others. Yeah, that's absolutely. That's, that's, how, that's how you stay <clears throat> in recovery for long periods of time is uh, whatever you get, you got to give it away because why would you go through all of the crap that you've gone through if you're not going to share that experience, strength, and hope with somebody else? It's, unfortunately, it's such a secret, <laughs> but it's not to us. If everybody did, yeah. maybe that's how we can get the world back, Theo. Well, I, 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 there's no doubt that uh, the, the planet is traumatized, right? And uh, uh, I, I think we all, we all at some point in our life experience some sort of trauma, okay? And COVID-19 has been the most traumatic thing that's happened since World War II. So we already have a traumatized society. We have added another layer of trauma. And then, you know, we've isolated people. Uh, we've taken away community, so you can't go to church. All the rinks were basically shut down. And so as somebody who struggles with mental illness, where's the worst place you can be if you experience mental illness? Well, right here. Yeah, right? in your own head, and you're forced to be in it. And you're forced to be in it. And hmm. so if you can get into your heart space, that's where all the good stuff is. Compassion, empathy, forgiveness, love caring all those things and and so you know if you can get out of your own head and get into your heart space um you know that's where the healing is that's where all the truth is that's where all the answers you know lie folks write this down it's, it's a manual here what theo is saying and by the way you're noticing the staff here theo Griegel's congregating in front i've said to the folks we could make a real nice living as the house entertainment yeah, for the course. staff here Absolutely. it's the greatest thing they treat us <laughs> so wonderfully so when we come back we'll get into a little more of the hockey stuff but i knew this is what we needed to discuss in this opening segment with theo in the warm-up on the way mike duger from the athletic seattle to talk about the russell wilson trade david leg past president canadian paralympic committee we'll be right back you're watching on the game plus tv network across all 10 provinces in 31 states live streaming on youtube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Are looking live at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. Aerial coverage provided by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Theron Fleury is with us. 1,084 NHL games, 455 Genos, 1,088 points. How about that? And Olympic gold as well. From our viewers, Hank is watching on uh, YouTube. He says, thank you, Theo Fleury. Thank you and Rod for saying it as it is. Stacy Champagne is watching at Access World Headquarters and said what Theo said is bang on. Couldn't have worded that any better. Jeff Cabellas in Winnipeg says, keep doing what you do, Theo. And you too, Rod, need more people out there helping out like you do. From my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat, she says, Love the way Theo would take the puck and go hard to the net. Very entertaining. And I have to mention, Theo, that um, I got the scores here from the dub last night. The Warriors did not play. I'll have to dig it up here. The Winnipeg Ice 
Was it the Calgary Hibbin they beat last night, 2 nothing. James Patrick. Jeep, he's doing a great job. Tanner Brown and Benjamin Zalati each scored as Winnipeg down Calgary 2 nothing. Though it didn't produce much scoring, the ice dominated the Hitman offensively, outshooting them 37-14. Calgary goalie Braden Peters made 35 saves in the loss. Taron Pfizer scored two goals and assisted on two others as the Victoria Royals snapped Portland's five-game win streak with a 5-3 victory. And Evan Herman scored two goals, and Tycon Cheka stopped all 23 shots he faces. Prince Albert blank Lethbridge 4-0. I read the junior scores because we're on in their dressing rooms every morning, Theo. They tell me that. And I want to bring up the Warriors. So... Last weekend, two weekends ago, I was in Regina, and uh, we played uh, a couple of uh, hockey games. You're still going, eh? On uh, Ochap and uh, Pee Pee Kisses, mm-hmm. and uh, four of the greatest junior hockey players of all time were, were together. So Cliff Ronning, Danny Hodson, Kenny Uremchuk, and Theo Fleury. Wow. So it was kind of cool to, to be around. What was the event? What was it? What were you doing? Have you ever heard of Ra- the Rammer uh, oh, yeah. All-Stars? Absolutely. Yeah, it was with, it was with Merv Bonnerchuk, and, and we went and played a couple games uh, out, uh, out there and uh, went to Ethan Bear's uh, community. Hometown, yeah. What an unbelievable facility they got out there. It's absolutely gorgeous, and we had so much fun. And, uh, yeah, it was good to be around the guys and be in the dressing room and you know, it was fun. Ten-year round check, Portland Winterhawks, great, yeah. right? All yeah. those guys. Mm-hmm. But so Theo was saying, Jagger Furcus has caught Theo's attention of the Moose Jaw Warriors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think your record's going to fall? Oh, yeah, for sure. I hope it does. You're okay with that? Yeah, <laughs> records are made to be broken, yeah, absolutely. right? absolutely. Well, how long has that record been around? Almost 40, 40 years. years. <laughs> so <laughs> it's hard to believe, eh, that, that uh, you know, my first year in the Western Hockey League was 40 years ago. You know, and uh, what people don't understand is I was five foot three, 125 pounds when I played my first year in, in the Western League. And I had 29 goals and 75 points, uh, you know, my first year in, in the dub. And, uh, you know, all of the heavy heavyweights that became the heavy heavyweights in the NHL. We're all playing in We're the playing Western. Yeah. Craig Berube, Ken Baumgartner, Grimmer. Dave Manson, Grimmer. Wendell Clark was running around in that little bar. You just missed Dave Brown, did you not? I missed, just yeah. missed. But I played against him when uh, we were in the Battle of Alberta. So, um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was an interesting year. And uh, I survived, which was, which was you know, pretty, yeah. pretty good. But, you know, I, I, uh, I, I just remember that Moose Jaw team. And uh, three, three of the guys that played in my era became captains in the NHL. And I think five of us won Stanley Cups. You know, Odeline, mm-hmm. Buckberger, Keane, Jim McKenzie, and myself all won Stanley Cups coming out of Moose Jaw. So, you know, and, uh, you know, obviously Braden Point uh, has, has had a huge impact. Um, Troy Brower, you know. Chicago, so, yeah. You know, uh, there's been a lot of great players that have gone through the Musha Warriors organization. And, uh, you know, I still go back every summer and play in the golf tournament. And, uh, um, you know, what a great community. What a great place to. Yeah, we just said the ads running in the commercial break. I'm like, did they just buy commercials? <laughs> Mosaic. Good. Thank you, Musha. Yeah. But I'll tell you, I was there a couple of years ago. And James Gallo, you know, James Gallo yeah. threw me a pullover, a Warrior quarter zip, which that's my thing. And I slid it on and i'm like ooh, 
this feels good. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of pride there yeah. uh, to wear that, the mm-hmm. warrior thing. By the way, Lee sent me a thing here the other day about you and Proby. What was it, Bob Probert Memories or something? It was a Twitter <laughs> account. Did you see this? Pro- I saw it. You did? And, of course, they took it completely out of That's context. Not, okay. <laughs> so, Theo lined up against Proby and wanted to fight him. How, no. That was the sense of the... Jokingly. I would jokingly say that to him. I would be like, hey, Proby, yeah, you and me tonight at center ice. And he'd just start laughing. And he said, you would, wouldn't you? You're crazy enough to do it. I go, the last thing I'd be doing is drop my stick and my gloves, that's for sure. <laughs> so. so they got it wrong all these years. Yeah. Unfortunately, Proby's not around to straighten that out. Right. You know, right. but I had a chat yesterday. I mentioned your 455 goals, Lanny's 500, right on the nose. He talked about the natural goal scorers now. And it's in, I'm loving that I can have the same chat with you today. How the game's changed. You and him were in an era, like he said, the hooking, the rodeos. Now you can't do that. Yeah. But the numbers are similar, right? So would you have had more now in an unobstructed game? Mm. You must have. You would, I would think. I would think probably would get yeah. more opportunities to, to score. Um, but... You know, when, when we broke into the game, you know, the goalies were the worst athletes on the team. And now they're, they're the, the best. best athletes. And, you know, they're, the way they train, uh, you know, the coaching that they get, um, you know, uh, and they're big. Like, they're big guys, you know. You look at a guy like Mike Vernon, who, you know, was a Hall of Fame goalie, who, you know, was my size, um, played in that era, right? So, um you know, everybody asks me, what, what would you do now? And I'm like, I don't, much want, I, I don't want to think about it because I believe that I played in the greatest era of superstars. Oh, there's no doubt. You know, uh, the game has ever seen, right? And, uh, and I got an opportunity to play with and play against all those guys. And, and uh, you know, one of the things that I've, I've taken away from my time and my experience was you know, I got to hang around with Wayne Gretzky. I got to hang around with Mario. I got to hang around with Joe Sackick and Steve Eisenman, who I think probably a mess. You know, the five greatest leaders of our era. And, and I got to watch them and how they led people, you know. And, you know, me sort of stepping out of the hockey world and becoming a leader in the trauma, mental health, and, and addiction space, you know, I've taken those lessons and, and learned from Very them. transferable, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, it's very transferable. But each one of those guys was very humble, uh, very caring, uh, and was a, was a great communicator and led by example, you know? And they were kind, and they made everybody feel a part of what was going on, right? And, and so... Uh, those qualities uh, in the space that I'm in right now have, have served me really well. And so it's, it was great to be around those guys and, and, uh, and to learn, just to learn and observe, right? Man, I'm just enjoying sitting here listening to you talk. I don't, <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> you know, it's, it's nice because, you know, I was talking to Lanny about you yesterday and he said, Theo's doing great. And I would say to anybody watching, Theo's doing great. <laughs> and when I went to your house, because Lanny said he hadn't been to your house. How long have you been in that house? Four years. Yeah, not that long. No. Because he's been on the same spot yeah. since 82. Yeah, I know. He said. Yeah. He goes, how's Theo's house? I said, oh, it's a mansion. I said, Theo, how tall are your doors? Like 
10 feet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Theo peeks over from behind the door, little Theo, and he saw my face. I'm just looking like this, and he goes, oh, I didn't spend it all. <laughs> You'd be very proud of that house. You must be. For sure. You know, yeah. I, I, you know I, I made some bad choices, made some bad decisions with my money, but, uh, um, you know, one thing I've, I've learned in life, and especially growing up on the prairies, right, uh, you know, the, the old adage of, you know, the harder I work, the luckier I get, right? And uh, it was the same for me in hockey as well. You know, I was a, I was a really hardworking guy. Uh, I loved to compete. Uh, and, uh, you know, when I left the game, that attitude didn't, didn't leave me, right? And, and so I've had lots of really great opportunities uh, over the last probably 15 years. And, uh, you know, I've really made the most of it. And, uh, you know, I have a, I have a wife who... Uh, is an incredibly hard worker too. She has a great job, and uh, you know our house is our sanctuary. And uh, <laughs> and she's an incredible designer. And uh, you know we love our house, and and uh, uh, we don't go on vacation. So you know our house is like our vacation. Spot. Yeah, but you, it is a resort though, Theo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it should be it's, right. It's Steam should. room, sauna, hot tub, dog <laughs> shower. Right. <laughs> uh, by the way, just before I move on, dude. That Nescafe Nespresso thing you yes. got in the back. We all, they have one here at the event center. So they call it Theo's Special Coffee. Because <laughs> <laughs> for weeks you were saying, come over, have a special coffee. Yeah. What's so special about this coffee? It's Nespresso, which it is special. Yeah. But I thought it would take like an hour to brew or something. Oh, no. And you're going to grind up the beans no, no, and no, something no, special. No, no. Two last things before I ask about this new uh, opportunity mm-hmm. for you. The Agrodome. 1985, 86, when you got kicked out of the game. Yeah. I don't think I ever asked you about this. Mm-hmm. And you went off the rubber mat with your skates, and you're swinging your stick and lashing at the people who had their hands. I was there, Theo. Yep. Did you care if you broke anybody's hands? No. Like you did. You blacked out, it seemed. Yeah. Well, you got to remember that you know I lived a lot of my life with a lot of uh, anger and rage. Yeah. Right. So it came out. You know, it just can't just came out, and uh, there was. There was like this group of fans in Regina that were absolutely relentless every time I was there, and and uh, you know they were they were bullies, you know. Sure. And uh, you know it was my last game in the Agrodome, and I said, you know what, these fans don't deserve to see me play one last game, and so so I I said to the ref, I go, you got to kick me out of the game. And he did. He's like, what do you do? What do you mean? I go, I don't want to play tonight. And so it was insane. And uh, and so as I was going off the ice, of course, this was the last time that these three dudes were going to get to you know t- tear a strip off me. And so you know what I did after I left after that incident, I got undressed really quick, and I went up into the stands because I wanted to confront this guy who for four years you know called me every name in the book and all this stuff, and you know I, I wanted a piece of him. You know, and uh, Eddie Staniowski, who was our assistant coach, uh, caught wind <laughs> that, that, do this. that I was going. And he comes flying, running down the hall, and he grabs me because I was, I was not too far from this fan. And uh, he grabbed me and, and got me out of there. Otherwise, it would have been <laughs> an ugly scene. They call him Steady Eddie for a reason. Yeah. But you know Not what? just goaltending. But, but you I know guess. what? That... that that rivalry with Regina really made me the player uh, that I was. And, 
Um, there was nothing better than a Saturday night at the Agrodome or, you know, in, the, cr- or in the crush can. It was more fun in the crush can because there was... That may know, be for you. There was uh, <laughs> 3,500 seats, but there was 5,000 people in that rink uh, every time we played against Regina. And, uh, you know, what it really did is it prepared me for the Battle of Alberta when I came to Calgary. And uh, um, I think the biggest reason why I made the Calgary Flames is because I played so well against the Edmonton Oilers. Like, I scored my first two NHL goals against Grant Fear on Hockey Night in Canada against the Edmonton Oilers at the Saddle Dome. And, uh, and, you know, the rest is basically history. You know, all those stats and everything came from, uh, from that. But, you know, I always prided myself on, you know, the bigger the game, the better I play. That's the greats, though. Right? Not everybody can do that, yeah. Theo. You know that. But, but as, a, as an elite athlete, you know, those are the games that you want to play in because you find out so much about yourself and you find out, you know, is there more underneath all of this that I can dig into? Um, and, you know, my greatest attribute as a player was I competed at the highest level every single night. And that's the reason why... Uh, a guy like me who's five foot six, 150 pounds, had success is because I competed at the highest yeah, level. Yeah, and I was proud and, to watch it. You and, see you and, do it. you know, I don't see that enough in the, in the players that, that play the game. You know, like I look at Braden Point. Yeah, he competes at the highest level. Brad Marchant competes at the highest level where winning is the only goal, right? You know, and yeah. You look at a guy like Austin Matthews right now, he's lighting, the, he's lighting the league up. But guess what? The playoffs is a whole different. He's got more to give. It's, too, it's a whole different. And, and, you know, people are saying he's the greatest Toronto Maple Leaf of all time. I'm like, no, he's not until he wins a Stanley Who Cup. Who said that? I haven't heard that yet. The, the Spit and Chicklets guys. Hey. You know? And They're too young, I guess. And it's like, it's like, no. The reason why we play the game is to win. That's why you get paid $10 million a year is to win a Stanley Cup. And, you know, that group in Toronto, the group here in Calgary, you know, the group in Edmonton, they haven't, they haven't accomplished that yet. And, you know, uh, you know, the reason why I'm sitting here today is, you know, I have a World Junior Stanley Cup, Olympic gold medal, Canada Cup, you know, all these things. And... You know, that's the greatest pride that I have in my life is, is that when people look at me, they say, yeah, this guy was a winner. This guy, you know, put his body and his life on the line every single night to accomplish the goal, which is winning. You did. Right? In 30 seconds, because I got to go, and you got to go, what you're doing now with a suit. Yes. <laughs> um, so I've been given a great opportunity uh, by a company called First Merchants Capital Partners. Uh, they made me the president of their company a month ago, and uh, we're in the corporate finance world. And uh, so basically anybody can come to us uh, with a problem, whether that's marketing, sales, uh, tax structures, real estate, money, whatever it is, and we can, we can solve that problem. And, and uh, you know, it's been incredibly exciting. Uh, my brain is working again, you know, because basically for two years, I sat in my, my 300 square feet of my bedroom, you know, spending the whole entire time thinking in my head, where, you know, where's my life going? Where's my life headed? Where's the next, where's the next chapter of my life? And, you know, I, I go to a, a function in Edmonton and I meet this guy, guy named Dale Light. And, 
uh, we sit down at a table and he starts talking about neuroscience and I'm like neuroscience and, and financial corporate structure. Um, but we have a little thing we call the uh, conscious capitalism where, um, you know, we want to heal people in the corporate environment. And that's where, you know, my role is, is to come in and, and uh, help people deal with their, you know, with their issues, which then is going to improve, you know, the, the quality and the team of a, of a corporate environment. And so, you know, I'm really excited about, you know, the next chapter of my life and where this, where this is all headed. Isn't it amazing how life works? And I couldn't have hired a better guy. <laughs> Love you, Theo. Thanks for coming down. Love you for too, all you man. do. All yeah, right. The great Theron Fleury, everybody. We'll be right back to Great Eagle Resort and Casino after this break. You're watching on Game Plus TV and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Another beautiful morning here on the gateway to the foothills. Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. Check out their website at greateagleresortandcasino.com for room availability, upcoming entertainment. And what a great chat with Theo. He's just rolling off the stage here. We are live at the stage bar before a live studio audience. And for a variety of reasons, it finally got until this week actually today that we got the setup that i always wanted and that was sound system speakers but there was uh you know business you got to take care of and also there's a big conference next door in the event center where we were for the last month so now being out here i hope we stay i'm not interested in leaving uh joe lazito is watching on long island right now the host of the coliseum chronicles podcast and a hero in life uh, down there in Long Island. He says, Theo, loved you as a flame, hated you as a ranger, and I'm very happy that you've come so far. Keep the train going. Choo-choo. I read that to him before he left, Joe, and uh, he got it. Patrolman Pete watching in Winnipeg says, that was an enjoyable talk with Theo. I especially enjoyed his reminiscing about the WHL rivalry with the Pats and how that shaped him as an NHL player. Uh, so whoever the viewer was that said the other day he could sit and listen to hockey stories all day and I think that's what we might want to do what do you think and football stories too Andrew Stoot watching says well said Rod the Leafs won't ever win because the stars will never do what it takes to win it all uh, we'll see I'm just saying they got a lot of proving to do I'm just shocked that they're saying that Austin Matthews is the greatest Leaf ever I what? And that's coming from the spit and chicklets guys? I didn't know that they said that. I guess I need to get listening again. But if that's what they're going to say, maybe I don't want to listen. Have we heard of Wendell Clark? George Armstrong? Dave Keon, thank you. Uh, Hank, watching on YouTube, says it's nice to a man who held a Warriors record nearly 40 years ago, readily accepting of passing the torch should it happen with the next generational star. Thank you for noticing, Hank. Yeah, uh, Jagger Furcus is on the verge of breaking Theron Fleury's record for goals by a rookie. And Theo is uh, there to applaud the young man, Jagger Furcus. 
Or is it Braden Yager? I think it's Furcus. They got two great young studs there. Uh, Jack Fulton watching from Vulcan, Alberta. Theo, those great opportunities that you speak of as a result of your hard work and heart. Yep. Playing with fire, as they say. Hmm. Tacona Pauli watching in Winnipeg says, Late to the show, I'm going to need a rewind to hear Theo. Well, on YouTube, you can rewind it, or I would suggest that you use your PVR and tape the show every day. We've been on Game Plus every day now for weeks, not preempted for Blast Premiere, and that makes a lot of people very happy. Holy smokes. We got to take a break already. We went a little long with Theo. When we come back, we'll get into a sports update and talk about all the things that we would have normally opened the show with in the Quick 6 Show Topics. I want to remind you, coming up in Hour 2, Michael Sean Duger from the Athletic Seattle to talk about the Russell Wilson trade. And the poll question today is, for Capital Automall, Universal Collision Center, who is winning the trade? Clark, do we have a sample size, by the way, on Twitter? Again, last I saw, 100% said the Denver Broncos were winning. Fifth, okay. That's fine. That's enough. 56% now say the Denver Broncos are winning the trade. And I want to debate that with you. 64% on Twitter saying the same thing, that the Denver Broncos are winning. And there's a school of thought that whoever gets the best player in the trade wins. I've never subscribed to that. Have you heard that? I just, that came to me. Uh, somebody said that recently. I thought, hmm, it was Jeff O'Neill, actually. The O-Doc. I'm not sure that I agree with that, but I could see why you would think that. So we'll talk about that more when we return. And also David Legg coming up. Dr. David Legg from Mount Royal University, past president of the Canadian Paralympic Committee, to talk about what's going on in Beijing right now. It's the RP Show. We're live from Graygill Resort and Casino. You are watching on Game Plus Television. If you missed any portion of the show, you can always listen to the podcast wherever you find your favorite podcasts, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, it's the place to be as always with episode number 712 of daytime sports and entertainment talk this is calgary's entertainment destination and as we come to near the end of hour one it's just like a woosa it's been a tsunami this first hour a fantastic one with theo of course but i'm trying to get to your comments the viewers and um get ready for the next hour and talk about sponsor things and all the rest but listen we didn't even do the quick six show topics is jordan Near the buzzer. Can we hit the quick six? Hey, there it is. So let's start. Let's start with Tuesday NHL one-timers. Alex Ovechkin scored twice and moved into a tie for third place on the NHL's career goals list. And Nick Dowd scored the go-ahead goal as the Washington Capitals rallied in the third period and beat the Calgary Flames 5-4 in the Saddle Dome. We were there. Ovi's second goal into an empty net with 148 to go was his 766th career goal. Tying him with Yarmir Yager for third in NHL history. Now it's just Wayne and Gordy ahead. Is he going to make it? 
Isn't that the $64,000 question? Nowhere in this summary does it say that Ovi was booed every time he touched the puck. We talked about that lengthily with Theo earlier on, and it's in my commentary today if you want to know my thoughts. Adam Ruzica, Oliver Shillington, and Elias Lindholm scored for Calgary, which had their 13-game unbeaten streak snapped on home ice. Uh, over in Winnipeg, Paul Stastny scored twice to lead Winnipeg past Tampa Bay 7-4. Mark Scheifele had a golden three assists, and Josh Morrissey, Pierre-Luc Dubois, and Adam Lowry also scored for Winnipeg. Stastny and Kyle Connor scored into an empty net late. Connor Hellebuck stopped 20 of 24 shots. In Toronto, apparently the greatest Leaf ever, Austin Matthews had his third hat trick of the season to raise his NHL leading goal total to 43 as Toronto rallied to beat Seattle 6-4. I feel like I'm the wrong guy to be sitting here talking about this because I'm not a Leaf fan and never will be. Clark, who's the greatest Leaf ever? If you said Matt Sundin, I would have time for you. Who is it? Davey Keon. Okay, that's from producer Clark. Austin, man. Hey, get out of here with this. How about that? Mitch Marner scored the tie-breaking goal midway through the third, and we, Willie Nylander, and John Tavares each added a goal and an assist for Toronto, which got 26 saves from Jack Campbell. How about this? In Newark, Nathan Bastian scored a power play goal with 6.56 to go to put New Jersey on top as the Devils rallied from a three-goal deficit to beat Colorado 5-3. That was the first loss for the Avs all year long when they led after two periods. They were 20, after the first period, they were 23-0 this season. And they blew it. In Detroit, Nick Schmaltz followed his franchise record seven-point game with two goals and two helpers, and Arizona overwhelmed Detroit 9-2. Where are all these goals coming from? In St. Paul, Kevin Fiala scored twice in the second period. Marcus Foligno added a goal and two helpers. And Minnesota upset the Rangers 5-2. few more games. Roman Yossi scored with 1.22 to go to give Nashville a 2-1 win over Dallas. Last minute of play in hour one. Anthony Duclair scored the tie-breaking goal in the second period. And Carter Verhage added an insurance goal in the third as Florida beat Pittsburgh 4-3. Tim Stutzla and Josh Norris each scored a power play goal. Ottawa beat the St. Louis Blues 4-1 to snap a five-game slide. Philly beat Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights, 2-1. When are we going to start talking about Vegas? They are not who we thought they were. And Patrick Kane had a goal and five assists for a career-high six points. Chicago beat a banged-up Anaheim team, 8-3. Again, goals night. I think you might want to start taking the over for betregal.ca. Next hour, we will um, break down the Russell Wilson trade. I got the NHL top five, bottom five. We have yet to talk about the Briar and uh, some special guests. Stick around. Hour two coming up right after this break here on Game Plus TV. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.